0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is Friday. We have made it to Friday. So today is Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Today is Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Okay, today is Friday. Um... So today, Friday, October the second. Can y'all believe it? We have made it to Friday. So Friday states, never never take your granted for my intimate nearness. Never never take for granted my intimate nearness. Marvel at the wonders of my continued presence with you. Even the most even the most ardent human lover cannot always be with you, nor can another person know the intimacy of your heart your mind and spirit i know everything about you even the numbers of hairs on your head you do not need to work or reveal yourself to me you do not you do not need to work at revealing yourself to me many people spend a lifetime or a small fortune searching for someone who understands them yet i am freely available to all who call upon my name open their hearts to receive me as a savior this simple act of faith is the beginning is is the beginning of a lifelong love story i the lover of your soul understand you perfectly and love you eternally so today is the saying never take for granted your intimate nearness so never take that for granted you know, God always with me, so never take that for granted. I mean, God is always with you, but never take that for granted. Um, it's also saying that God knows everything about you, even the hairs on your head, even the number of hairs on your head. And you see most people spend a lifetime or a fortune searching for someone who understands them. Meaning like people go out and be trying to buy love or try to make themselves, you know. You know how these Instagram models and all the type of stuff. People do get plastic surgery. So they can look a certain way so that they can find someone to love them, you know, or well, whatever the case may be. But God said, Yet I am freely available to who, to all who call upon my name. Open who boom, call upon my name. Who open their hearts to receive me as a savior. So he wants us to open our hearts to receive him as a savior. Meaning like he wants us to be he wants us to be his first love. Like I told y'all yesterday. He want us to have a worship here. He wants to have ooh, he, he wants us to have a intimate relationship with him. He wants us to be he just want us to have an intimate relationship. He just don't he don't want us to trying to figure things out. He know everything about us and you know excuse me. Hey, you know, he does, which he does really truly know everything about you. He knows everything about you. Your beginning to your end. He knows everything about you. So while you're out here trying to spend a fortune and trying to find somebody that's going to love me for you, God said, I'm freely and available. All you got to do is call upon my name. That's all you want you to do is call upon his name. And call upon his name and open your heart to receive me as a savior. This is a simple act of faith in the beginning of a lifetime, lifelong love story. I, the love of your soul, understand you perfectly and love you eternally. I mean like he understands you. You don't have to go out and try to get plastic surgery so you can maybe find that that perfect person or you try to be perfect for somebody. God said you are perfect enough for him. God said he loves you for who you are now. You can have scars all over your face. You can you, I mean, you don't have to be no Beyonce. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You ain't gotta be no Beyonce, no Kim Kardashian, none of that. God said He loved you for you, and He would love you eternally. I mean like, yes, you might have a husband. He might be like God I love you forever, but anything can have Y'all can get a divorce or whatever, and then y'all just fall out of love. You know what I'm saying? But God said I would love you eternally. God said I would love you no matter what. You know that that's so amazing. God said I would love you. You know. So he loves us internally. Um and also saying that even the most human lover cannot always be with you, nor can another person know the intimacy of your heart, mind, and spirit. So God knows your heart, your mind, and your spirit. Um, what he's trying to say is never take never take granted my intimateness. Okay. Let me tell y'all the story. And I'm gonna read the verse. Um I told you I deal with stuff, so so Oh excuse me, sometimes I will be like you know, like I need somebody to talk to or just somebody just to get me to my halfway point. So sometimes I will be like, uh, with call some people or whatever and this lady always told me it's is going to come a day and a time. You don't have to do it for yourself. You're not going to get hold of me. You're not going to get hold of this person. And what he's trying to tell us that even though he's always there for us, even though he's, he will never leave us not for forsake, he want us to be like, don't never take that intimacy for granted. Don't be so, like, guys out, you know, like boasting and all that. So never take that for granted. Because it can be here today and gone tomorrow... So that's what he's trying to say. Never take that for granted. And the verse is Luke chapter 7. Luke 12, chapter Luke chapter 12, verse 7. Um, and it say, But the very hair on your heads are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore you are more valuable than any than any than many sparrows. But the hairs... But the very hair on your head are all numbered. Do not fear. Therefore, you are more valuable than many sparrows. Okay. there we go. Go over to... John 1. John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Verse 12. And it said... But... But as many as receive him... Receive him to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. But as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in him. Okay. Now we're going to go over to Romans. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10 verse 13. Thirteen, and it says, "For whoever call upon my name shall be saved. Whoever call upon my name will be saved." So he's telling us all we gotta do is call upon his name. He's right there with us. Um, we have to get to the point where we know. Like yesterday, tell you something. Yesterday, um, I had to. Pay. I have money. No, I got money for my. I got this much money. I said I'm gonna use for my rent. And then when I had this other money and they combined, okay. So yesterday I had to uh I had to pay a light bill. Pay my light bill. I had to pay a light bill. I had to pay my light bill. And I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do it on this day. But I was like, Shoot. like what I'm gonna do? Like what am I going to really do? Like you know. Then I was like, then I had to go to the store yesterday to um I had to go to the store for had to go to the store for different stuff like I had to get stuff to eat stuff for um you know paper towels stuff like that you need in the house you know keep your house up whatever the upkeep so I, have, I mean yeah so I had to go to the store and I was like Ugh. I was want to spend no money, you know I me, mean? I don't like to spend nothing. And I was like, and my kids were like, Mom, what's wrong with you? Wish my kids can send stuff like that. I can send something with them. They can send stuff with me. So I was like, nothing to so them. Like, yes, it is. did. So I didn't really say nothing. And then when we got home, I just like started cooking. You saw, I was like, I cook, because I know they had to do their homework. So I just went in there and start cooking. They was like, Mom, what's wrong? I was like, nothing, nothing is wrong. So, I was like, yes, it is. I was like, which it really was nothing wrong, but it was something wrong. So, I was like, it's nothing wrong. So, um, I was like, so at that moment, I just broke down and started crying. They was like, I said, I don't want to ever get back to that situation where I um lose my apartment again and we have to go back to a hotel, you know. That's my thing. I always want to make sure that I pay my rent, you know. And, and then my son was like, do you know how long we stay in that hotel? I said three and a half years. He said, it's okay, mama. It's like, you know, but I know about like their comfort space, they comfort, you know, they comfort zone. You know, everybody, you know, I want everybody comfortable. And he was like, "Mom, it's okay. You know, don't worry about this. You know, we're gonna always make a way. And it was just like, it's always in the back of my mind. Like that experience taught me so much that I just don't want to go back there. I mean, when you go through stuff, you always try not to go back. When he said, Mom, if you keep thinking about we're going to go back there. So I was like, <laughs> I was like okay. But I'm trying to tell you all is that even though at that moment, I was like about to just break down and just like start crying. But I did cry. And I was like, I just I just want things to work. I want my podcast to keep doing good. I mean, do, do better. I want my t-shirt business. And he was like, Mom, it takes time. And I'm like, how much time does it take? You know, but, you know, that's what I said to myself, I didn't let him know that. But he said, Mama, this takes time. You just keep doing it. Just keep doing it every day. Just keep doing it. And I said, yeah, I do it. And he was like, "Mom, you, you ain't did no T-shirts, no nothing. I said, I know because, I said, I know, but this weekend I'm going to, you know, do church and stuff. But when I work Monday through Friday, I be tired. Like, I wake up. I just be so tired when I get home, I just go sleep. So I was like, I know, but. At that moment, I was like, okay, God has always, God has always made sure me and my kids, okay. Why am I worried about this? Why am I worried about that? Okay, God, this is what I can work with. This is what I can do. All I can do is just say, God, I just need favor. Okay, pay the people. Look, this is what I have. This is what I can do when I get paid da, 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 and leave it alone. All I can do is do my part. So I was like, okay, so I finished cooking. We ate and I went to bed. Went to sleep. Went to bed early. I even said I don't even remember nothing. I I don't remember nothing after I ate. I just I know I went to sleep. I wasn't trying to go to sleep early, but I went to sleep. And I woke up at three. And I feel rested. This I don't feel tired. Or nothing like that. But I just want to let y'all know that even though, you know, I didn't call on nobody cause Because he' I calling somebody, but I did. I just like just said, I'm not gonna worry about God I'm gonna take care of it. And that was it. And this morning I woke up, did my little exercise, my little 10 exercise. I'm not, not going to worry about it. But I did wake up this morning with a headache. It's not because I was stressed. <laughs> I think it's my allergy or something going on. But, you know, but I just want to tell y'all that, you know, I know people go through stuff. I know people, and I just say, I'm just tired of. I always kids, I'm just tired of struggling. I mean, like I'm tired of living paycheck to paycheck. I want to get to a point where when I get paid, I be like, I just like, I want to get to a point where if I, have, when I do get paid, it's not like, oh, I'm waiting for this. I already paid my bill. There's this money that we can just play with or whatever. You know, stuff like that. That's what I want to do. You know, that's my goal. And I know it's going to take time to get there. I know I have to be consistent. I know, like I told God, I said, God, I want a new car. Not right now. You know, I thank God that I have a car. But I was like, God, I just wish I had a, a new car. But I told my son, I said, you know what? I'm going to go and look at some cars. I'm going, I'm not going to no pre-owned. I'm going to the dealership. I mean, like I'm going to the nicer car sex, but, you know, the dealership. And I'm going to look at cars. Not saying that I'm just going to look, you know, because, you know, they be trying to, what you looking for? No, we're not running up. Okay, we just look. Because I said if I don't put forth the effort, God cannot go open a door for me. God can't be like, okay, you know. And I want to get to the point, even though I know my credit is just not perfect. I want to get to the point where I don't have to put nothing down for a car. That's my goal. I don't want to put no note down. They say, this is the car you want. Okay, you ain't got to put nothing down. It's yours, that's what I want, and I don't, that's it, but I, at the point where I'm at right now, I don't want a car note, so, you know, anything can happen, but I just want something, I want an SUV, that's my goal, I can't like, but I know that would come, um, also, I just want to tell y'all that I know today is Friday, I know you probably like, oh, today, I don't know, you know. I don't know how, how I'm going to make this work, how I'm going to do this. I just don't know. Um, I'm going to tell you this story. Then I'm going to pray. Um, I remember when we first came out here to Houston, it was in 2014. Uh, before I came out here in 2014, me and my kids had got kicked out of our apartment in Longview. for I wasn't making enough and I thought I could afford that, you know, I wanted a three-bedroom, got opened up that door. I was able to make the payments. Then this, is my stole my income tax check. And then that's when everything just went haywire. Everything just went off course. I was, it was horrible. So I was working. Then I started working at, I work in the hospital. And I started working for a daycare. And where'd that with the court? They said I had to be out by the weekend. So I was like, you know what? I can't do this no more. I'm done. You know, I just I got so fed up. And don't get me wrong, I had sisters there. You know, I had sisters. Yes, they had husbands at the time. One of them, you know, had her, they had husbands or whatever. But not once I can say. All they kept asking me was, Felicia, what you going to do? And I was all I could say was, hell, I don't know what to do. Because at that point, it was just me and my kids. I was like, you know what? I had I always told God that I want to go back to Houston. Like I want that's where I want to live at, is in Houston. I was like, Lord if I, Lord just let me finish college. Let me graduate with my degree. And we gonna me and my kids gonna move back to Houston. I'm gonna find me a place in the woodlands and Katy, and that's where we're gonna stay. So I was like so I called my cousins that stays out here and I asked them could I come stay out here stay out here with She said, well, I got to ask my husband, which I understand. I was like, God, if she don't open up this door, I don't know what we going to do. And there was people at my kid's school, like, well, you can go through here and get you a place. And like, and this other lady was like, oh, you can move here. And I think I had just got fed up with Long Beach. I was like, I got to get out of Long Beach. I just think I just need to change the scenery. You know, I'm just sick of it. Like, just tired of it. So I had got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, that's this thing. I'm just going to just go. I really didn't want to leave because everything there, I felt like everything there, I had everything, there. I had a job, had a car, I had this different stuff there, and I had people, if I needed something, somebody would always be there to help me, so, I got there, went there, got me and my kids, I went, I ran U-Haul, me and my kids packed up a three-bedroom apartment with no assistance. I drove the U-Haul like a grandma because I don't like drive nothing that big because it's best that's somebody's property, I ain't got time for that. So lucky the U-Haul place it was not far from where I stayed. It was like right down the street, which it wasn't that far. And I took them back roads. I was not being on no main road. <laughs> so I did that. We moved stuff into a storage. And it hurted me because all my kids' friends was there. Hmm. All my kids had friends. All my kids, you know, there was, that was our life there. And, you know, not once or twice. nor my sister, nor their husband helped me, you know. I'm not worried about that because, you know, it is what it is. And all they wanted to do was, what you going to do, Felicia? I didn't know. So my cousin said, oh, yeah, you can come out here and stay. I didn't have a car to drive to Houston. So this lady that stayed above me, she drove me and my kids to Houston because she had to come out here. What did she come out here for? At least she had to bring home. They just came out here. So, she came, yeah, came out here. She drove us out here or whatever. And I was, like, scared, you know, like, afraid, like, what? I don't know what I'm going to do because it's, like, you, uh, just uh, the unknown. So, I came out here stayed with them for a while. That's all I'm going to say about that, that I'm gonna stay with them for a while. And then, 2016, we got a place. Um, we got an apartment or whatever, okay. My kids are happy, it was a three bedroom, two bath. We had no furniture in that apartment, no furniture whatsoever, okay. And then, we didn't have really nothing, I, I didn't care. We didn't have no furniture. No furniture in the living room. My kids had a bed and I had a bed, no. I had a, did I have a bed? Yeah, I had a bed and my kids had a bed. Yeah, but we had no living room. And I was okay with that because, you know, it is what it is. I really didn't care. We had our own place and, and that's what I wanted. So then after it flooded, you know, I didn't get paid for the days it was out. So I lost that apartment. And that's when we moved into a hotel instantly stay where it had like a little kitchen but no oven we had I to cook but we had two bedrooms one bath so that you know I means all of us we had to get up extra early but be like how you got the bathroom all that type of stuff so we did that for three and a half years there were days that we didn't even couldn't pay the hotel rent because i didn't have the money because we had to pay weekly and where i work at I got paid two weeks, and I had to work two jobs just to try to, to see above water, and I never want to work two jobs. I was working for the school, and I work for a hotel. So one day, um, when Harvey came, I was working for the school and the hotel. I left the school, and I and I had went to my job where I work at the hotel, Asked them, could I please have my check early, because if not, me and my kids we didn't know what we was going to do. We didn't know where we was going to stay. We didn't know nothing. So I went to school. And they didn't give it to me. I was just so pissed. So. <laughs> I was just so pissed. And then I went to the work for the school. Went back to work at the school. Because um, I worked there. I do, it was like a before after school care. So I did that. Then uh, I went back that evening like 2.30. I had to be there for 3. So I went back there. And I. Um. Went back there, and my kids like, Mom, what are we gonna do? I was like, Honey, I don't know. It was Harvey, you know. I, I don't know. So my son had messed up his hand. We called an Uber, and I was like, Okay, I go to the hotel. See what the hotel people say. So I went there. We got an Uber because I ain't have no car. Drove an Uber. The man picked us up in a Lexus. I never asked for a Lexus car, but that's what he picked us up in. That's what the Uber son. So we got in this Lexus SUV. And then I was like, okay, so we got in this Lexus SUV. And I was like, okay, so we got in this X Got in this man, was like, hey, I can tell, he was like, what's wrong? You know, he can sense something's wrong with us. So we got to the hotel, so he was like, you okay? I was like, oh, I don't know what me and my kid's gonna do. And I had that is it's like, it was like, it's like he wanted to pay for the room, but I think I was, I was holding him back, I know he was. Like he was, like, don't don't do it. Let me do this. Let I got her. Let's let me do it. So the hotel people's like, well, we will we'll make sure nobody don't go in there. We'll just keep your stuff. I was like, okay. So they're like, go in and get what you can get or whatever. So we went in there and got what we could. And then from um from where we stayed, we had to walk to the hotel, I mean to the hospital for my son. on. so they my kids haven't ate nothing. We had nobody have ate. So I was like, I don't know. And they ain't have nothing. So I can tell they was hungry. They was getting frustrated. I was getting frustrated. So the man said, well, he didn't break his arm. He just sprung it. So they put a cast in and a cast Some Kind of braces on his arm. And my kid's like, no, we're going to do? And I just sat there. Outside that hotel. I mean, that hospital. With my kids. And I just cried. Because I was like... Sorry, I just cried because I was like, how can this happen to me? I was just fed up with life. I was like, if I could just walk away, I would just walk away by myself because I can do it by myself. I don't like I felt like a bad mother. I felt like horrible because I was letting this happen to us. Like this is happening to us and I couldn't do nothing about it. So I went there. At this car, and I had called this—I don't know who I—I I, I called somebody. I don't even know. Called somebody, and they were like, "Well, we got shelter." So I was like, "Okay." I don't know what she had to go to, and I told her where I was, and she said, "What's going on? How we? gonna call see that da, 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 da. So I called this other lady, my friend. She was like, "Is she okay?" I told her what was going on, and she was like, "Police, what y'all gonna do?" I don't know. I didn't have a car. If I had a car, I could sleep in a car uh we slept in the car before we had slept in cars with my kid but it was like i don't know what to do so this lady called back she said what they got wrong can you get there and i was like i was like, i don't know i said i don't have no money all i had maybe all i had in my account was maybe three or two dollars uh at the most i think three or five out three or five i think I was like, I can see if I can get there if my car works. She said, well, they can't come get you because it's late, I guess, she was saying. But if you can get there, they got room for you and your kids. So I was like, okay. So my kids like, what you gonna do? I was like, I don't know. So I was like, God, you gotta let this car work. So I just stopped and I was like, oh, you gotta let this car work. So I put in this up, put in the Uber. And it came. We got to the shelter. And it was like, you know, they are waiting for us to get there. And I was like, just crying. <laughs> I was just crying good. they opened up their door for so us, me and my kids. We went there. they like, what kids your school go to? You know, whatever. We got there. And we met all kind of people there. So doing this whole ordeal, while we stayed in the hotel, my kids never was like, just down in the prison. They was cleaning up the shelter. Every time I made a mess, they was cleaning up, picking up stuff. And they said, I have never seen kids like your kids because your kids are well-mannered. They was very respectful and they cleaning up. You know, they was cleaning up stuff. I was like, oh, thank you. And I and that made me feel good. Even though at that moment, I was like, I feel like a bad parent. But my kids was like, mom, it's okay, stop work. At that time, JJ didn't have his medicine for seizure. seizures. He was having seizures back to back. I am about to lose my brain. But somehow they got his medicine for me and all that type of stuff was in the shelter for Harvey. I was like, okay, so then I moved into this uh, um, apartment where I stay at now. <sighs> and now I just want to continue to stay here. But I'm just trying to tell y'all this story because I know people go through stuff. I know people you know, I never take what I have for granted because, honey, I have been through some stuff. And that's why I just get on here every day and tell y'all Try to give y'all some encouragement. Try to just let y'all know if I went through that, y'all can make it. You know, if I went through it and made it, y'all can too. And it's not like don't no, I don't want y'all to think that I have my life so perfect. Like I'm living in this big old pretty house. I'm staying in, the, you know, I'm driving nice cars. No. I want that, but I haven't got that yet. But I just want to get on here and tell y'all. I just want to encourage. That is what my podcast is all about. I tell y'all my story. How I went through it. I cry and I sometimes get mad. I'm like, I ain't cuz. But I just want to let y'all know that if I can make it, God help me get through that. He will help you get through it. And never in a million years I thought me and my kids would ever experience homelessness sleep in a car or being a shelter. Those are the three things that I did not want me or my kids to experience. But since I have experienced it have taught me how the valuable of different things it have taught me how to be oh, just be me. This, you know, everybody go through stuff, but it's how you go through it. I had I didn't I only had one person to encourage me. If that was my friend. My family didn't really call and check up on me. You know, be like, um Felicia, she okay? this just want to let you know. No, uh, they, All they said was, Felicia, Houston is hard for you. Houston is hard. You can't make it there. I was going to turn my back and go back to Longview. But sometimes God uses your kids. And my son said, Mama, it stays with me. Mama, if you go back to Longview, you're going to turn to a pill of salt, and I'm going to die. And that's probably why I haven't went back to Longview to visit, because he told me that. <laughs> you go back I'm gonna die and you're gonna turn to a pill of salt I was like and that has always stuck with me because he told me that and I will never forget what he told me I was like okay I won't go back but I haven't went back and I think that's the main reason why I won't go back there is to visit people because I'm gonna turn to a pillow of salt and I don't want my son to die <laughs> because he said out of a mouth of a baby he told me that so I just want to get on here and just encourage somebody today. Um, thank y'all for listening to my podcast on today. I hope y'all have an amazing, awesome Friday. And just know, God is always with you. He will be with you, through stuff you'll never think you can make it through. Because I never thought I could have made it through that hunt. There are days I wanted to commit suicide. There are days I just wanted to just say the hell with it. There are days I wanted to leave my kids and say I'm done. But I thank God that I didn't do it. You know, we get to that moment. And we're like, I'm just sick of this. But I thank God that I did. I thank God that my kids are right there. Because our motto is as long as we're together, we can make it. And we're still together. And we're going to make it. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope y'all have an amazing Friday. And I just want to tell y'all, today is my birthday. So y'all be blessed. And I will talk to you guys on tomorrow.